What's up, everybody? Thank you for tuning in once again to the Sunday Evening Podcast, also known as the Sunday Evening Podcast, for those of you who are not Southern. Uh, I don't know what today's date is. It's the day after the Floyd Mayweather-McGregor fight. Um, so I normally don't talk about regular topics, but I guess I should talk about this because it just happened. It happened pretty much as I expected. Um, you know, Connor did his thing. He showed up. He he fought hard. I didn't I didn't think Floyd was ever really in danger. He just kind of waited his time, kind of found out what the opponent was doing, and then he just you know took him apart. That's kind of what was supposed to happen. I do like how some people are coming out and trying to tell a different story. Like, oh man, Floyd was about to get knocked out, or it's a mass conspiracy to let Connor you know lose or whatever. I tell people this anytime it's sports related or anything that requires a skill you have to work at for a long time, there's levels to it. I think Meek Mill made that popularize and then he got ate up by Drake. But there's levels to anything you do. You can be a really good basketball player and a Y. And then when you play against an NBA guy, you may score a couple baskets, you may have a couple moves you perfected at the Y, but you're not better than that basketball player that played in the league. And even if you got lucky and made a shot here and there, like you know at a certain point, the cream is going to rise. And at a certain point, it's going to expose itself that you're not as good as that person is. That's kind of how I felt about the Conor and Floyd fight, whereas like, Conor was in there, he was giving his everything, he was pushing around, he was doing some like illegal stuff and this and that. And you know, at the end of the day, he can feel good about it. But ultimately what it showed was there's levels to this. And if they fought 10 times, it will be probably more or less the same. So, shout out to Connor for doing his thing. Um, he got paid a ton of money. Uh, I think they say he's made like $100 million or something, <laughs> which is like 20 times anything he ever made before. So, if I was him, I would retire. Just call it a day, man. You got your cash. You got a new baby. Just get out. That is nothing. You got nothing to prove to nobody. You're like, what, 28, 29? He's a young guy. And take that money and run, dude. Don't let don't let anybody hold you back. If you fight again, start making your own terms. But I don't know what he's gonna do next. But we'll see what he has. All right. So I'm gonna answer only a few, a couple questions today. Uh, I didn't get a lot of feedback over the past week, so I don't have as many. But I'll just try to answer these a little more thoroughly so they fill a certain amount of time. Okay. So the first question is. Hey, Chris. Um, thank you for the podcast. I think it's a cool idea. I hope it takes off. Thank you. Me too. Um, I've been friends with this guy for 10 years, and we were really good friends. Uh, he slept over before. He knows my family. I know his friends, et cetera, et cetera. Recently, this guy told me that he's always been into me and that he wants to be more of the friends. Uh, this is weird for me because I only see him as a friend, maybe even as a brother now, and so I don't know how to answer the question without ruining what we have. So my question is, is a guy ever really truly your friend or is this guy just <laughs> sneaky for waiting for 10 years? Um, that's a good question. I'll, I'll put it this way. I don't know too many guys who ever set out to just be friends with a girl. I don't think that's ever like their main intention that may be more of a means to an end. So it's like, I want to be friends with you first so I get to know you well. And through that knowing you, I can become your, your dude. I think that's kind of where the friend guys come along, like the guys who want to be friends first. 
I don't know any guy though that's single anyway. That's like, yo, you see that girl over there? I just want to be her friend. That's all I want. I just want to be friends with her. I don't want to touch her in her special places. I don't want her to be my boo. I don't want to do anything. I just want to be friends. I don't know any guys who really fall in that category. I guess, obviously, these are hetero guys. I don't know any guys who fall in that category. So any guy you've probably been friends with for a long time, it's probably because uh, he was friends. He was friends with someone you knew. You guys grew up together. Or he has a girl when he met you. Or you had to do when y'all met. And so it was kind of like off limits to do anything more than what you were doing. And so he just said, I'm just going to play the friend role. And then maybe she breaks up with this guy, I'll slide in. Or, you know, that kind of thing. I don't know too many guys who just said I'd be friends. With that being said, yeah, you can be you can become friends with somebody. I mean, there are friend girls that I have in my life now. <laughs> I'll be honest, if, you know, push came to shove and... You know, they were laying in my bed naked and said, I want you to take me. I want to be like, hey, wait a minute. What about our friendship? I don't want to I don't want to ruin things. I've been friends for so long. Like, I'm going to be like, all right, cool. Let me throw my shirt in the corner real quick and see what we got. So I, I, don't, I don't know if that makes you not a friend, though, just because you would have sex if the possibility arose. I don't know if that doesn't make you a friend. I, I think it actually only seems natural. If you're friends with somebody, on that level where you consider them like a really good friend where you're hurt by them telling you they like you that means you guys are connected on a certain level if there's also a physical attractiveness to it isn't that like the ideal person you want to kind of be with it actually seems odd to me to be really good friends with someone to have someone you can trust and confide in and this and that and I don't know if this guy's attractive in the story or not I don't know he may just not be a good looking guy and he just chose the friend route because he thought it was his only play but let's just play this out where the guy who wants to be your friend or a guy who's been your friend is also attractive. You're attracted to the guy, he's attracted to you because you're a girl and guys are just attracted generally. But you guys also vibe and you guys have this deep connection and you can talk and you feel safe around him. And I really just feel like, why wouldn't somebody want more than that? Like, why wouldn't you want the next step? Because being together seems like the logical next step. So. It's a, and I think this is more of a girl thing than a guy thing um, that have this how come we can't just be friends thought because I don't know too many guys who would be offended if their best girlfriend said hey let's take it to the next level I don't know how many guys would be like offended to their core that they feel like they were lied to or something by the girl so I really do think this is mostly a girl thing I think it's because women I've mentioned this before, like being friends with guys. They like the idea of being around guys without having to give up that physical part of it. And so, I don't know. I don't, think, I don't think this guy's a bad dude. I think there are probably signs in the last 10 years to let you know that he wanted more than just what you guys were doing. I, I would agree with that. So maybe you weren't paying attention or maybe you saw it and, you know, tried to play it to the left or maybe you discouraged him at some point, like... He gave you a hug that was a little too <laughs> a little too long. He hugged you and just gave you a little squeeze. He's like, hey, that's okay. <laughs> Hands up. Like, I'm not sure what you guys' dynamic is, but over 10 years, it's really hard to hide attraction for 10 years. So I'm thinking you may have been aware of it on some level, and it may have even contributed to how close you guys got because he wanted to get to know you even more and more, and so he put more and more time in, but because you guys weren't doing anything physical, you felt more and more connected to him, and then it just kind of 
kept going back and forth between those two things, and that kind of led to what the friendship kind of is. So it's entirely possible the basis of your friendship is his attraction to you, and it just a friendship grew from that. And if that rocks your core, then I'm sorry. <laughs> I think that's actually the case for a lot of those guy-girl dynamics, where there's an attraction, someone probably got put in a friend zone or situations dictated where we couldn't date, and then now we're friends. But that wasn't the attempt. So I'm sorry about the dude. I mean, if you don't like the guy, you got to let him know that you don't like him. You can't, you can't lead him on because he is your friend, and it's also just a grimy thing to do. You may possibly lose a friend in this situation. Uh, I'm not sure if his intentions, if his intentions were to get with you for a long time, and then you tell him you can't be with me, but I still want to be your friend. I think it's a good chance that he may be out, unless he thinks that you're lying or if he thinks he can wear you down. But I think it's entirely possible you can lose a friend, and so that's that's the sucky part because you guys have been friends for a long time, and now it's like, man, I could, I could lose a friend because he likes me and I don't like him back. That's definitely a possibility. So I would, I mean, you can't, there's no options the way he already told you how he felt. You gotta, you gotta tell him. And I guess you gotta prepare yourself for the possibility that you may lose a friend. That's really the best thing I can say for you. Just be honest with him. Don't do that lead on thing where it's like, well, I just never thought of you that way. And maybe that like, don't, if you don't feel it, you don't feel it. Don't lead them on. Don't try to, you know, be cool about it. Just let them know it's not, it's not happening. And hopefully you guys have such a strong foundation for your friendship that you don't lose them completely. And that you can still, you know, be around each other or be in each other's lives in some capacity. But in my experience from what I've seen, typically, uh, that doesn't go that way. It goes kind of sideways. And then you guys end up being awkward friends where there's no real animosity, but it's just uncomfortable to be around each other. So tell them the truth. Um, hopefully it doesn't go poorly. And I hope you guys can still be friends. Like, But this time, I guess, more honest friends because now you know his intentions. So let me know how it goes. Okay, the next question is, hey Chris, I'm having trouble with my confidence as a guy. Uh, I think I'm a nice guy, I think I'm decent looking, but I don't know, there are better looking guys in the world and I'm just not the best guy in the world. How do I make my confidence better? Okay, that's an interesting question, how to make your confidence better. Oh, even in this email, you're a little self-deprecating, so I would probably stop doing that. it's, it's, it's good to have self-awareness, right? If you're 5'5", five, five, you know you're you know the tallest guy in the world, right? You just stating that fact. It's not self-deprecating. That's just factual. It's just obvious stuff. But how you look to women or how, you know, you come across to them is actually, it's different. It's different guy to girl than it is from girl to guy. So... Women care about aesthetics, like we, like we care about aesthetics, but they care about a lot of other factors as well. And so if you're a guy who's just doing his thing at work, if you're a guy who has a passion or a dream and you're following that and you're doing that well, or if you're a really cultured person, some women find that more attractive than a guy who's just actually is physically attractive. So you can have a lot of traits that are endearing to a woman that you can feel confident and strong about, 
that aren't purely physical because usually when a guy says he doesn't have confidence it's usually something kind of physical it's physical like self-worth kind of thing where I don't think I'm good enough for her or I don't think I look good enough for her that's kind of how those two things go if it's a purely physical thing if you don't got it man if you don't got it find what you do have if you have cool hair hey man make the hair as dope as possible get, get you some of that axe like pomade stuff you just like putting the hair and turn sideways and then girls start jumping off buildings and running after you like Braveheart or something. <laughs> I don't know if they even still make that product. If you got cool hair, do that. You know, if you have a good smile, smile more. If you have a dope cologne collection or something, like whatever, like anything that can entice women, do that. You don't, no one has it all, right? Everybody's missing something. So if you're missing like just rugged good looks because you can't grow a beard, then just be real clean shaven, but keep it clean, man. Some girls like to touch a clean face. So it's not, it's not something you have to necessarily do in terms of wholesale change, I guess, how you look. As far as the self-worth thing, that, that's kind of an intrinsic thing. I mean, I know it's in, impacted by environmental things, but if you feel good about what you do and who you are, that tends to like emanate out into the world and then other people kind of pick up on what you're doing. And so you don't even have to tell people that you're confident. You have to tell people that you think you're smart or sophisticated or what have you. It just actually shows through. And so that starts with you, though. And usually that, that just comes from appreciating what it is that you do well. I do like this relationship audit thing with people where I tell them, if you're going to try to date somebody and you had to fill out a resume about what your qualifications are, what would you put on it? Obviously, some people have more things than others, right? If you're a six foot three dude with muscles and you got a good smile or whatever then you got a lot of things you can put on your resume and as you should and you'll probably get most jobs if your thing your resume is that you know you're super smart or you are really big into like comics and that kind of thing but there are comic girls obviously there are girls at comic-con and stuff or if you're just in a really culture you've traveled the world a number of times so now you know about different things. Those are all things that can help you with somebody. So you just have to find, one, what it is you're good at, and then two, you know, show that to the world. And feel good that even though I don't have some of these other things, the things I do have are valuable. And these things can shine through and these things can attract the type of people to my life that I want to be in my life. It doesn't have to be always very obvious. Sometimes, you can just be like, you know how nerds had their run for like five or ten years where it was just like nerds were just running stuff. I think jocks are coming back. Well, now it's like the man bun thing. Man bun, beard, you know, lumberjack kind of thing. I think that's still kind of a thing. Uh, but for a minute, like nerds were kind of running stuff. There's TV shows like from Geek to Freak or Freak to Geek or whatever um, where like nerds were like, dating models and stuff. There's a lot of things where, like, nerds were kind of doing stuff. And all it is is nerds have always existed, but it was just, like, a push for guys who are super smart, you know, kind of awkward, but they just relished their own awkwardness and smartness. I think the Big Bang Theory did something to, like, kind of spark that, too. Like, seeing that show get as much press as it got, it kind of became fashionable. But it's just, yeah, I'm nerdy. Yeah, I'm smart. I'm going to make a a Shakespearean pun right now in the middle of this conversation and that's going to turn off some people absolutely we can't we can't please everybody 
but it's going to turn some people on too. And the people you turn on are the people you kind of want to be around. So if you feel you need to change who you are, like fundamentally, to get someone in, to get someone, then that's the wrong reason to do it. I think everyone changes a little bit. So you may evolve as a person. You may get a little bit better at what it is you do or, you know, you may learn new skills and stuff. But I think what you fundamentally are is kind of what you are. You want to find as many people as you can that vibe with who you fundamentally are. You're wearing a new hat or rocking a pair of J's. If you're still a nerd, you're, still, you're just a nerd with cool shoes. <laughs> Don't be like, oh, I'm rocking J's, so I'm like the cool kid in school now. You just got cool shoes, but what you are is what you are. And put that energy out, attract people back to you who you want to attract back to you. And hopefully it'll be the person that you need to be with. And it may take a minute because I don't know how big the pool is for whatever your skill set is. But when they come along, just don't don't miss the opportunity. Show them who you are. Be confident. Be bold. And hopefully you got something you can work with. Take those steps. That should make you should make it a little easier to find your confidence. All right, we'll get to the last question. Hey, Chris, is it ever cool to date someone who dated one of your friends? <laughs> short answer, no. <laughs> That's a short answer. Um, the real answer is there's probably some nuance to that question. It's was well, never okay for, for sure if your friend doesn't know about it. If you never tell your friend, it's, it's never okay. So that's... You know, that's kind of one of the rules to friendship. Um, but let's be real. We all know friends who have been with girls that smashed the homie and vice versa. We all know um, women who dated their girlfriend's ex-guy at some point. So we, we know these people. They, they exist. And we don't find them to be the most grimy or like repugnant people. But they're out there. Um, there's a lot of variables that actually affect this story. One would be how long did they date so they dated for a month or two and he said hey man I used to date this girl back in the day but it was a short lived thing but I kind of want to holler at her that's a way less it's way less unforgivable it's like yeah man we dated for a short time but no things didn't go well she's kind of crazy oh yeah I dated that guy but you know he was a low life so I moved on that's a that's a if it's a really really short period of time that ups the possibility that you can you can do it um, it also depends on how the relationship ended I think if if you want to date let's say the guy that broke your girlfriend's heart like he like left her on like her birthday or something or he you know he really he really didn't come through for her and she feels like he's like the worst type of dude and then you're like hey I know you think he's the worst kind of guy but he's cute <laughs> I think I think that's mm, that's kind of a bad situation if your friend broke up with the person you're now trying to date I think it also bowls better for you it's like hey I know you dumped old girl cause she was kinda wacky or y'all just didn't vibe but I wanna holler at her now like I think that that's a, that's a better formula and also what your intentions are like if you guys have been friends let's say you guys were a group of three or four you're all in the same group of friends so your friend dated this person but you were feeling them at the same time and then that ended, but you've known them for a long, long time. And it's like, hey, you know, we all kind of grew up together or I've been, I've been vibing with this chick for a minute, but you were dating and I just kind of want to take my shot at it too. 
When you put a lot of time in, I think that may make it better for you. But it's a very delicate situation. Let's just be real about it. Uh, Feelings can be hurt very easily. Um, you can lose the friend you have trying to date their ex. That's definitely a possibility, so keep that in mind. So make sure it's worth it. Like, if you're just doing this as a hookup, if you, let's say this is college, right? Let's just play that for it. If you're in college and your boy smashes chick and they date for like a week or two, and you're like, yo, I want to smash too. I think most guys would be like, bro, take, have at it. I've been in a situation myself. But one of my friends wanted to uh, talk to a girl I talked to. I gave him I gave him cliff notes. I'm like, yeah, yeah dude, you can do that. Here's what I do. All right. Um, she likes this. Uh, don't do this. Um, <laughs> I gave I gave I gave him a whole little list of stuff to do. It didn't work out for him, but that's it wasn't meant to be. But he came to me. He asked the questions, and so I, you know, he came to me the right way, and I gave him the notes. And I told him he asked me if this will mess you up. Let me know, because I don't want to like step on your toes. You're my boy. This is just another girl. I just think she's cute and, you know, I think she's available. And he came to me the right way, and I didn't feel too much attachment to the girl, so I said, you know what, man? I hope you go for it. I think it'd be kind of cool <laughs> to compare stories um, down the line or something. And so it was fine. But, yeah, you got to ask yourself those those big questions, man. I think honesty tends to be the thing that rules the day. The more honest you are about it, the better things tend to go. If you start doing it, let's say you've done all the questionnaires and your friend gave you the green light, and then you sense that things are weird between you and your friend because you're dating this other person, end that shit. End it. Get out of there. It's not worth it. Because the longer you do it, the more awkward it's going to get, the more weird it's going to be between you two, and you may lose a friend trying to hook up with somebody else. And that's really a friend that you have to go to and ask questions to before you date somebody. And that's probably a good friend. You don't want to lose a good friend off a rebound type thing or a recycled dating partner just don't do it choose a friend keep it moving there's plenty of people out there it's not it's just not worth it don't do it so I would try to abide by those basic rules like how long it dated how it ended and what your intentions are kind of thing if you talk to your friend y'all on the same level all that stuff is good and they give you a green light go for it if they tell you, eh, you, you sense they're kind of hesitant about it, just end it. Just dead it. Hey, I just want to bring it up to you. No harm, no foul. I'm not even going to do it. Do that, and then just keep it pushing. And then you'll hopefully meet somebody who hasn't smashed one of the homies. <laughs> or ho-hopped, which I found out was a term today. <laughs> I want to be on that ho-hopping. I was like, <gasps> oh, no, homie-hopping. That's what it's called. Homie hopping is a thing. I didn't know that was even a term. I just knew, like, you know, smash the homie, but homie hopping is awesome. Uh, it's an awesome term. It's got the alliteration and everything. So there's plenty of people out there. You don't have to even deal with this kind of situation. So thank you guys for tuning in for another Sunday evening podcast. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed this one as well. We only answered a few questions, but I think we got some pretty good ones in there. So there's something you could probably take and use to your regular life. There will be another regular unofficial therapy podcast this Wednesday. I will be posting that on my social medias, Twitter, Instagram, at Sexy Comedy, and on Facebook at Chris Kane. If you want to submit a question, again, go to my social media, at Sexy Comedy, Chris Kane. Inbox me, DM me, what have you. And hopefully I'll answer your question in one of these podcasts. You guys have a dope Sunday evening. And I hope y'all have a great work week. Deuces.